Well, here's the thing, and uh, for those of you that uh, didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and listen. I talk about how I got put to the front of the line on the PSA, which is quite a spectacular thing. I didn't follow up with. They've never sent me. So the deal was I send in this item for them. They'll send me all the things to send it back to them. They'll fix it. And in order, um, if I do that, they put me in the front of the line with all this stuff. Well, they haven't sent me anything. They haven't followed up with anything, much like us and some people we want to interview and bring in the show. We, we, uh, but they put me to the front of the line, like they said, so I haven't had to follow through on my end, so I still have uh, the item that they were uh, wanting to get back. Um, but with that being said, when I met up with a friend of the show, uh, Michael Benjamin Painter, and he gave me his cards that I serviced through him. We went in halfsies with a bulk order. Um, it was that time when it was like going up in value and just trying to fill orders. You had to have minimums. and Anyway... I want to send all my cards with him because I got more tens out of that that uh, transaction than ever. I have a, a Chris Paul uh, card that's a it's, it's a ten, but it was like out of twenty five, so it was serial number, short print of, of a twenty five run. Uh, a lot of my wrestling stuff. Um, I have Adam. I know you you'll probably be very interested in this because uh, I know no man you are, but. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, WCW 1993, out of the WCW Magazine rookie card. Uh, it's a PSA 8, and that would be the highest graded uh, Jushin Thunder Liger card available. If I have one of those, am I going to have to speak with my ecclesiastical leader? Because that's what it sounds like. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's your that's personal. I is, don't that, know. is that some sort of drink that I get at the bar, a Jushin Wagon Whacker? Well, that should be. I mean, you have been a Jushin Wagon Whacker a time or two, oh, but... Wow. But uh, no, Jushin Liger. He's a he's a Japanese wrestler. He's, he came over he came over here and uh, very successful. Went in the Hall of Fame last year. Um, I put up for ten thousand dollars because I just want to get eyeballs. I'm I'm in the point where I'll take offers. I know it's kind of ridiculously high, but there was another seller uh, who is a uh, arch rival of <laughs> of somebody that has a Chris Jericho card. Uh, it's Chris Jericho's rookie from when he was in Mexico, and and you can't find those to save you. Anyways, he put it up for half a million dollars, and uh, and and uh, is this like some guy who's kind of kind of uh, like you slap hands? Is, is that kind of the guy we're going at? I'm not going to get into any of this. Uh, allegedly, maybe we'll have them both on the show to air their grievances. Half a million dollars? Oh, well, that's what he's listing it no, for. I, I mean, I get it because but it's got a lot of attention. Chris Jericho's been tweeting how he's got the most rare wrestling card. He's the half million most expensive wrestling card. It hasn't sold. But it's getting attention and it's bringing it to that guy's store. So I thought, well, I'll put ten grand up on a Jushin Liger and see how that happens. It's the most um, of, of his rookie cards. It's the highest graded and it's like population almost zero. Uh, I got back a Stone Cold. Uh, it was Steve Austin at the time from that same set rookie card. Uh, there's there's a lot of things. Um, the more I'm looking, the more excited I'm getting because I do have the low population and uh, a lot of my stuff. I mean, I had some basketball. I had like a Shaq uh, All Star rookie that was a gold that I sold. Almost within a couple of days for a couple hundred bucks, but a lot of my wrestling type stuff and even some of my basketball is really low population. Uh, they came back really high graded, uh, nothing really below an eight, you know, which is really good. The Midas touch that man so, exactly, and so I'm just gonna list high and I'll I'll be open to offers, but there's no reason to like hurry up and, and peddle it. You I know? like your idea by listing it at a, at a much higher price because. Normally, what I do when I'm looking for things, I will go in and you know I'll do my sorts, but I'll look at highest price because then you're like, okay, well, what's the top? Where are we at? 
And, and the thing is, if there's 20 of them, if there's 500 of them, okay, you're yeah. just stupid. But there's one. I have it. Yeah. If you want it, that's what it is. And if not, I mean, you can contact me and say, uh, I think you're a little off base or whatever. Well, I'll talk to you. I'll make yeah, offers. You but put make offer on it. But, I mean, uh, Japan's a pretty big country, pretty populated. He's, he's pretty popular over there. He's pretty po- pretty popular over here in the States. And, uh, you know, there's, there's not many of them. I like sushi. So... Well, there you go. Half the audience in Japan has been stereotyped by Adam Frederick Beasley of uh, Adam Up County. I really enjoy watching some of these uh, older Disney movies because they put like the disclaimers at the front. Never know where you're going. <laughs> I never know where Adam's going. You know, some of these stereotypical things never were right, but they give the disclaimer. So um, Peter Pan had to change a couple things. Uh, the Aristocats had to kind of change a couple things, but. Yeah, you know, last time I watched the di- last time I watched a Disney movie, uh, The Rock, Moana. Oh, that was a good one. I was gonna say a long time ago, but actually, I, uh, what was that new one that just came out? Not, not, no, it's uh, Luca. Luca, I watched Luca. Yeah, the old Luca Dungeon. Uh, I watched Luca, so I guess it was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah that wasn't too long ago. We but uh, on the uh, the California vacation. But, but here's the thing: I know we're talking cards and stuff, but I want to bring this up, and I know it's very specific to the wrestling cards, but I think we got a lot of people listening to cards. Adam's actually getting into wrestling cards because it's. I just got me some John Cena. Apparently, there was a big uh, announcement. That big big surprise! Uh, John Cena is he's back and he's going to be at the SummerSlam where your boy's going to be. Well, and I'm not into wrestling cards. I mean, it's not my thing. But it's if there's a chance to make money, it, it will become my thing. Well, there, there's certain certain people like John Cena has went into acting. We've seen what's happened with The Rock. Um, you guys, I, if he's I, in that universe. You got Dave Bautista, he's in movies, he's in James Bond, Guardian of the Galaxy. So there's some people that cross over. I, I am going to owe you guys some shrimp dinners when I get my Rock card and my Bill Gold. I think my Bill Goldberg could be uh, my biggest card sell ever. Old, old Billy Goldberg's going to be at the SummerSlam as well. He came back. Man, I, you need to get those back express. I, I do need to get those back. But like you said, they, these are all kind of things that we morph into. Derek's got a really good idea. Like He, he knows what goes, and... He, Kind of led me on a few things. Well, let me go down this path with you and follow me, if you will. And uh, hopefully, at home, you're interested in this. If if not, uh, apply it to whatever you're into. But uh, we have in, in pro wrestling who I'd call. We still have the Mickey Mantle, and we have a Babe Ruth, or vice versa, right? We have uh, a Hulk Hogan, and we have Ric Flair. Now, both of these gentlemen are still alive, and you can still buy memorabilia from them. Uh, Hulk Hogan actually has, if you want to send something to his shop in Florida, he will sign that he'll it. sign it. There's a process there. Uh, I've been starting to buy up. Like this week, I got three or four Ric Flair signed cards. Uh, just because in 10 to 20 years, I'm, I'm guessing the Nature Boy doesn't kick out of that three count. Or 10 weeks to 20 months. You never know. He's, he's out nature. Who knows? Like, you know, it'll be a sad day. But, I mean, you can see the writing on the wall. And if you Google... Uh, Wrestling uh, wrestlers from the '80s. Um, not a lot of them had long. Lot, I think a lot went early. Uh, There's steroid abuse. There's substance abuse. There was all sorts of body abuse. Um, but that being said, the biggest stars from that era, from the late '70s, you know, it still. I mean, Ric Flair's more commercials today during the Super Bowl than ever in his prime. He's almost become a pop culture thing. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Everyone knows Hulk Hogan. I mean, didn't he have a unique video that he made? Adam was showing me something about him and SpongeBob SquarePants or something. I'm not sure, but the the point of the story is you can still get these things. And I mean, how much Adam today does a Babe Ruth sign card or a Mickey Mantle sign card or even early cards go for? A lot of money. 
And I understand that's baseball. I understand the audience is bigger. The public, the viewing audience is bigger. The demand is bigger. However, there's a pretty good niche of the pro wrestling world and the pop culture world. Uh, uh, Ric Flair's kind of crossed over into, like, he'll go give speeches to, to pregame to, like, Michigan will bring him in. Uh, a lot of the... People uh, know who he is. A lot of the uh, NFLers, like, whatever. They grew up watching Ric Flair. And, uh, you know, the quote him, all that. I'm just saying there's an opportunity there right now for you to, to buy some of this stuff. And, you know, in, in 5 to 20 years, it's going to be either costing you a lot more or the opportunity is not going to be there. So, uh, for, for our listeners, I know we always do bolos and we always do what's hot and what's happening and stuff. If you're, I mean, if you got the ability, I'd say sit on some of that stuff. You can get it graded or not. If you can put it away, you're going to thank me in a few years. Yeah, because like you said, we always talk about the show is called Death Piles and Taxes. Death is uh, it's a part of life. It's just, or or it's even happen. even our, our boy Painter uh, came in. He bought that Hulk Hogan rookie card for a um, few hundred dollars, yeah. and he was, and they went up to thousands of dollars. So even at that, the demand and the supply is starting to dry up. Especially these older vintage type cards. And when I say vintage, I mean even mid nineties, early nineties. That's still. Very low pop, and especially as you can get these, uh, you know, higher graded type cards, higher, better condition, because that was is that was like the key of the junk wax era, but not really for like wrestling cards. Yeah, women, wrestling cards. Women's even in in wrestling, it's a niche of a niche. Cards. They haven't really even took off uh, in the in the the wrestling no, world. They're still they're still they're still not really. I mean, there's there's people that are into them, but it's a fraction of that. So. Uh, it's a really good opportunity. A lot of them uh, like the eight by ten signed photos, yeah, which is kind of whatever. But like the cards are are easier to to display. They're easier to get graded, protect. You can only have so many photographs, and they're they're more limited, and it takes up a whole lot less yeah. space. I mean, it's it's just like a Hollywood actor signed, you know, eight by ten or whatever. Like it, it's it's nice, but there's not you can't line up your whole walls. So that that is Derek kind of thrown at one of those bolos. You may not be interested in in wrestling, but you know, hopefully these a lot of things we talk about, you give different ideas and things that as you're sourcing or as you're looking at different places, like, oh, I, I wonder about this. And that's what we've kind of done with these card shops. I did this when I went down to, uh, um, when I was down in Austin, I asked the owner, I'm like, hey, do you have anything? And he showed me a couple of things that are kind of older and dusty and uh, it just happened to be that it was the right timing for me on some of this John Cena stuff. So. I'm excited. Yeah, you find the right thing. I mean, obviously, in that world, things change, and you know, it's scripted, it's scripted, so things can change on a fly. People can come back. It could People, be totally different. Can, next time. Yeah, it could be different in a week or two, and that's that's kind of my problem with the grading cards and how we've been grading. Is uh, even like NBA or, or NFL, what was hot a year ago, or who was going to be this hot rookie, might not be that way. You know, here in a year when you get your stuff back, so uh, some of that going going for the legends, going for people that are established. Uh, Spider-Man's never going to tear an ACL at him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's never going to miss a game. Uh, Ric Flair is retired. You know, the record is what it is. Uh, pending some major scandal, even that might drive the price up. Who knows? The career's over. Uh, you speculate on some of these younger people. Um, is It's just that speculation. They might have a good season this year. Next next year they might disappear. Yeah, so. and that was one of the things that we talked about earlier is, is those vintage type all-time names that they're not still playing because, like, so their career's over, and then what happens is kind of after their career, they become more of that uh, 
you know, the, the myth and the legend comes up where Joe Montana stuff is continually to increase in value. Uh, Terry Bradshaw stuff is increasing in value. Because like I said, you look at it and realize, man, this guy's career was actually really, really good. This guy was ahead of his curve, and he is one of the all-time greats. So Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it crosses up. Yeah, you have your Wilt Frazier's, you have, I mean, you go every sport, you can pick your time. I think it was Walt Frazier. Wilt the Stilt. That's uh, Wilt Chamberlain. They both, uh, they had a kid, and Wilt was very well-known. <laughs> Several kids. And, they was, uh, and this kid came out, and he was a pretty good little ball player. Sean Kemp. Adam, I I, hate, I got a Sean Kemp rookie. I was going to pedal your way. I know you you sent one over to me, but can I share with you something that I found or that I was given this week that I am probably the most excited about any type of memorabilia that I've ever received in my entire life. Well, this ought to be uh, this ought to be something. So, uh, my aunt, she had some documents for me. She says, hey, nobody else in the family really appreciates this stuff. I want to give you some of these documents that kind of sifted through hands over the years and may or may not have, um, uh, I don't know. It, they, they got Incriminated. Lost. Somebody. Incarcerated. But I have that little metal box over there. You can see that kind of sitting on my, uh, my oh, couch. Oh, it looks old there. like an old treasure box. It is extremely old, and it has some insanely awesome documents with a lot of cool signatures on it. You own any land deeds? Several. That, well, let's go claim some land. There are an abundant amount of uh, deeds and uh, closing documents on different pieces of land that my ancestors used to own in the Salt Lake Valley. Well, let's go take it back. I, I would very much hope that some of those did... If, if, if we can prove ownership, because we have the proper documentation... Um, we're talking several millions of dollars right now. Well, let's let's do it. The coolest one that I found in there. Well, first, I mean, my name's Frederick Adam. That's my first name. I got I got it wrong earlier. I apologize. I'm Frederick the Fourth. There are four others in front of me. My, well, we should my, call you Fred. My, myself, my father, Freddie, great grandfather, and my great great grandfather. Uh, for some reason, it skipped my grandfather. And, and well, and you you haven't named any of your kids Frederick, have you? No, it's so I have named. Anyways, Richard, and it kind of skipped, so we'll see what happens. But Dick for short. That's exactly right. Um, but they have some deeds, some um, documents that go back to where my great-grandfather signed, and, and you can see their signatures, you can see everything. You can see his, his father's will, all of the allocations. They used to own, uh, it's called Beasley Music Company. Um, they sold pianos. They serviced um, trombones. Yes, um, all of the uh, things during the drive-through movie theaters. All of the speakers and things they serviced those during the Great Depression. Um, you know, they were around until about 1990, but they had several um, shares in the company, and that was kind of what the will allocated those shares. There's some company documents. Uh, the coolest one in there is for my great-great-great-grandfather who immigrated here from England when he was uh, like 18 years old and he purchased some land in the territory of Utah. So it's desert land and it gives it a number and it tells you where it is, but it's not even from the state of Utah. It, it was a document that I was really hoping, because it said Benjamin Harrison who was the president of the United States at the time. I was really hoping because it is signed um, in two spots by him, but I, it's not his signature. It's basically the, the person who was in charge of the title 
basically signed it for him. So I got real excited real fast and uh, realized it wasn't. Well, you can always tell your kids that it was, and uh, they won't know until Dad's gone that that was a dirty lie. So that was one of the documents I believe I'm going to um, you know put in there, but it had some really cool... Uh, you know, letters back and forth to siblings. It's really cool because... So how much you selling all this for? Uh, this, honestly, well, if you gave me $15,000, you can have that box. I think you should take it to the family reunion and raffle it off. <laughs> That's a good idea. But I don't, Five bucks a ticket. I don't think anyone else cares. Well, they will once they hear how much it's worth. $15,000. That's right. Uh, half a million, Chris Jericho in there. Yeah, um, perhaps. Oppor- there's a chance. There, there is an opportunity. It could be in there. It, it, we're we're not. We haven't went through everything. <laughs> and I really haven't. There's a lot of documentation in there. But um, again, that's one of those really cool things that uh, I think I was able to find out. Also, their original home that was in Salt Lake. Um, I saw it a couple months ago. You can actually stay in it in an Airbnb. So that's one of the things I'm looking oh, forward so to. You go take the Airbnb and you stay there a week, and then you go to court and say, I have the deed, and you push them out. You, you squat them out, Adam. You are a very brilliant man, and I wonder at that point if you can say, possession is nine-tenths of the law, and I'd hey, be possessing this house. They, they have to go look for their deed. You have one right there when the police show up. If anything, they have to buy you out. I'll leave for five grand. Cash like right it. now. I like it. I like that. I mean, you don't want to litigate and go through court. I'll sit here and do it. I stayed in your house for a week. I wonder if I could get any of that land where uh, your friend Ryan Smith has got that uh, Vivint Arena. I wonder if I could get like some sort of deal to where I have season tickets for life. Same thing. You show up, and they're trying to kick you out. You say, I got the deed to the building. I'll call the news. Now, you're either going to go to jail or maybe in the same asylum for a little bit, but you hold your guns good. You have a deed. The cops come. Hey, this is legal. And they probably got lawyers and teams, but it looks really bad. And you can go, you know, Twitter it or something. I don't know. And you, then you're going to have to go for more than five grand, though. You're going to have to say, I need a Chris Jericho rookie card or the equivalency of, or, yeah, season tickets for life. It could be a back row, but it needs to be, you know, documented, and, and I'll leave. We need to have some real documentation in and then, there. then you can say, and also I, I will give you a copy of this deed. Yeah, because and it's you can't look at it, and it doesn't have, like, a specific address. It, it basically says 512 feet point here, uh, seven and a half rods away, Times 30 scores in, in... Well, you know, 20 rods and 30 scores. That's how they did it back in the day. So, that's, uh, it, it. That's, that's... I mean, everyone talks about the good old days and everything. It's good to know the government work was just kind of so-so back then, too. Like, yeah, it's close enough. 30 rods, 20 scores. Who's ever going to argue this? Who's going to... There's nothing but, nothing but desert land here. So that is a cool document. Like we'll put up the world's biggest thrift shop and yard sale. Yeah, downtown Salt Lake City. That would be amazing. So one of those things, like I said, as I looked at it, I never would have um, guessed that those are the kind of documents that they held on to. So as you know, you're either involved in in your your parents, grandparents, great grandparents. Anytime you're involved in some different things, you never know what kind of documents they're going to hold on to, and you never know. Granny might have been a friend of, uh, you know, Benjamin Harrison. Who, who knows? Well, and, and, and if this tells you anything, four generations from now, no one but your weird grandkids going to want it, so sell it when you have an opportunity, because <laughs> no one cares. Well, I, I definitely care. Like I said, I, I really enjoy the history. I look at a lot of those documents, and, and it, it fascinates me. It really does, so I'm going to... Do what I can to preserve some of those and, and put them in a proper um, display case. So that'll be something that I'm working on. 
really unique, really um, you know different. Um, but it, oh, it has signed checks too. It, like it has signed checks from like 1930 of things that he wrote a check for, and at that time they returned it to you. And those are those are worth a lot of money if it's the right person. The right person. There are people that collect uh, return checks. Going back to you know we we got into Disney stuff, and I think that's kind of where where it's going. There's a really cool Walt Disney um, PSA. It's already graded check that I would love to get because it's him writing to the IRS. That you oh, I thought see. it was going to be like it was to some grocery store for uh, you know it no. says down the memo uh, milk and uh, sugar or something. No, it, it says mouse traps. That'd been any better. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. It says to the IRS for you know quarter four taxes of 1950 whatever. So. That was a really cool, and like, they're asking like, I don't know, like two grand or something, so. Well, that's no more than I wanted to I, I'll, I'll trade him gladly for a, a Chris Paul 25, but PSA 10, Jim meant. I, I wonder I wonder if I could trade, that would be a good cool uh, I think you might need to, I think you might have to uh, see what the, see what grinds those gears. But then the problem is, is I'm trading for things that I don't want to sell, or I guess, you know, it could go up in value. I mean, Walt's not signing anything else. Yeah, that, that is true. That, man, that, now you got me thinking, because I haven't thought about that. So, uh, trades. I, I, I guess I could get into some trades. Maybe we'll have to do a trading episode at some point. Yeah. Are we running out of ideas, sports talks, and trades? Man, I don't know. That's a good Sports idea. cards. And, uh, at, well, well, let's uh, let's think about that during the break. I, I got some questions about some things. We'll come back, and, and like you say, we'll hit it hard. Hit it hard again with 20 rods and four scores. Well, Derek, there's a reason we call it Death Piles and Taxes. It's because i got a whole load of stuff that I just need to list, and I haven't been doing it. Well, Adam, you're not alone. That's why people are listening right now. I know that they're just tiptoeing around them death piles all around their houses and apartments. It's real fun to buy, but it kind of stinks to sell. So what can I do about it, buddy? Well, you're in luck. Uh, we partnered with a great company called Sellhound, and what they're going to do is they're going to list all your death piles for you. They'll do the work for you. Oh, I love it when people do the work for me. How do I get in on that deal? Well, first off, they're going to let you try it. First two are free on the house. After that, man, they got simple plans. They're just going to make it easy. You take a few pictures, you send it over to them, and they do all the work. That sounds really too easy, and I've used it myself. It's awesome. D-Roy, what do our listeners have to do to take advantage of this? Just do Death Piles 25, Death Piles all capital letters at the end when you're signing up for your payment. So, and you'll save 25% off whatever plan you go with. That sounds awesome. Get on there, start listing, start selling so you can go out and buy some more stuff. Adam, my taxes are done. The season's over. I can just go on vacation and not have to see you again for another year. Well, yeah, because you're never going to have to file your taxes again unless it's another year away. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot about that They're part. never going away, so... Here at Adam Up Accounting, we're glad to help you during tax time. But if you're also a larger seller, if you uh, need to run payroll, if you really want some help running those uh, bookkeeping reports, because I know how good you are at that, uh, we're happy to help you. We have uh, really good affordable monthly plans on these uh, higher seller, um, you know, you're running it like a business, you've got some good amount of income, we'd be happy to take care of you so that your uh, accounting needs are taken care of. Well, I don't want to talk to you, though. I don't want to call up and just get some office off in, you know, New, New Brunswick or somewhere. <laughs> hey, we're here. You can message us on our website, shoot us uh, a message on social media. We'd be glad to help you out, kind of tell you what options we have so that you can be more organized and teach you and help you make more money and pay less to Uncle Sam. 
What's your website, and where do I find you on social media, then, my friends? It's, everything's Adam Up Accounting. Uh, you can look us up there on our website. You can follow us, get some Wednesday wisdom. We try to give you some tips. You can also link through the uh, podcast, Death Files and Taxes. Get those taxes uh, taken care of so you have more time to make money elsewhere. All right, D-Roy, we got some questions from lots of people regarding some tax information. Are you ready for tax time? So... They got Q's and you got A's? I believe that is the response. So you're going to A their Q's? Uh, sure, yes. Um, there is a round or rash of more technically free money that is uh, floating out in the universe, and there's a lot of questions regarding it. I know we've talked about it here and there, but it's officially happened. Uh, they released the first payments on uh, July 15th, so... Essentially what happens is you're getting pre-part of what your tax refund or the amount that you owe right now because they want you to spend it. Did, did that make sense? It's my money and I want it now. Here's your tax refund today. J.G. Wentworth, 877, call now. Owes us $25,000 because Adam sang the jingle and gave the number. That's right. Uh, no, so... It's called the a lot of daytime TV. <laughs> That's right. My 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 kids still sing those jingles. So, um, it's called the advanced child tax credit. They increase the amount of credit that they give to your children, depending on the age. If they're under the age of eighteen um, through like age six, they're worth three thousand dollars. Before they used to be worth two, and then if they're under that, they're actually worth thirty six hundred dollars. So they increase that quite a bit. So. Um, why? Who in the world knows? Put value on kids, Adam. Right. I think this is why I say. I think all kids should be equal the same amount. In Derek's heart, all kids are the same. Go ahead. Well, that's that's true. In value. In, in value. Um, but they're breaking it up to where. I also don't think you should be putting monetary values on kids. Okay. For the record, <laughs> go the go record. ahead. Government has easily uh, tax people. So the tax credit, like I said, normally you get all of it during tax time, and if you old money, most people don't understand how these credit works, is it basically offsets that, meaning if you owed $2,000 and you had two kids, the reason you only owe $2,000 is because you got $4,000 of child tax credit. So people don't really understand, and I try to be very, um, explain, like I try to explain to people like this is the actual dollar amount of taxes that you owe. You owe $15,000, but because of X, Y, and Z, you get a credit for this, a credit for that. The amount of taxes you're actually paying is only $9,000. That's a lot of good credits. Yeah, there are. There's a substantial amount of credits, and that's why it's it's nice to hire a tax professional, because sometimes there's these one-off, like the solar credit. That one's a very interesting one. There's a uh, child care credit. So if you and your spouse are, are working and you're paying for daycare, there's a credit for that. If your children are in uh, any kind of a higher education, there's a credit for that. It's almost like an app. It's almost like it. There's so many different things. but Sometimes you might go to a green block that might not do that, or you might go online and try to do something yourself, and it might not be there on the questionnaire. So that's why you hire somebody, especially if you have your own business. Yes, and, and even if they do have the questionnaire, there's a very good chance that you might miss a question or skip it, a question. It might be wrote in legalese, or it might be, I don't know yeah. what this is actually saying. <laughs> And, and it's I don't want to go to jail. It's going to be crazy how this is going to be reconciled. 
Um, but just to keep that in mind, they're going to give you more than you're expecting. So, so let me let me see if I got this a little bit. So, if I got a little little Jerry and uh, little Jerry's my kid, at the end of the year, traditionally I get X amount of dollars for having let's the kid. Say, let's say essentially in a normal year you get back a thousand dollars. Okay, so normally I get a thousand dollars. This year, the government say instead of taking the thousand dollars at the end of the year, we'll give you this amount throughout the year. They're going to give you two hundred and fifty dollars if that kid's over the age of six. So you're going to get fifteen hundred dollars from January, or excuse me, from July until December. Two fifty. So, so what happens when you get more than what you're supposed to be getting? Well, what's going to happen is normally come tax time, you're usually expecting a two thousand dollar credit for your kid. And that's why you only owed $1,000. But now what's going to happen is, yes, you're getting more of a credit, so you are getting more credit, but they've already given you $1,500 more. So essentially now you're in a deficit of, of $500. So if everything's carte blanche, you're going to now owe $1,500 instead of only $1,000. I see this being upsetting to people here in about <laughs> you're six joking, months. Man. And especially if you multiply that by several kids, people are going to spend it. Like, don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, we know how this goes. Luckily, I have a lot of, uh, um, you know, intelligent clients. I tried to be very forthcoming, you know, earlier in the year when we kind of heard some whole hummings about it. And I says, keep track of it. Just know that there's a very good chance that you're, well, they're not a very good chance. You're going to either owe more than you're expecting or get less of a refund because they're giving it to you every single month. So I heard something on my Clark Howard program. He was talking about people who split. So divorced couples sometimes go every other year, I get the money for the kids, you get the money for the kids. Nightmare. Something like this where you're taking the money credit, but it might not be year year for the kids. It is going to be an absolute nightmare if you're, tax stuff. If you're in that situation... Don't get divorced. Figure it out. Uh, sometimes it's too late, Adam, or sometimes there's there's valid and good reasons. Uh, oh, it's impossible to opt out. You can't opt out now. You had to have done it before, like, July 1st. But if uh, you're getting the money and you owe it to somebody else, you might want to make sure it gets to somebody else. Yes. Or at the end of the year, you're going to have to come up with some money. And we're not talking a, a little. It could be $1,500 or depending on how many children you have. Let's say you have three kids. I mean, we're talking five Gs that you might have got that you shouldn't have got, and then you're also going to have to realize that now you're going to be short another 4500 on your taxes, so it could get real ugly for a lot of people. And then you might have to get months. a lawyer involved that might get, just be smart about it, people. If, if you get it, uh, use it wisely, uh, come and buy stuff from my store, or <laughs> invest in your own stores. I, I know the summer is slow right now because people are out doing their stuff. There's, there's certain podcasters, and I don't usually call out other podcasters or other podcasters, but since we're the friendliest and uh, most, what was I saying, most entertaining uh, reselling podcast. Yes, we are. Um, there's people that are claiming that the summer slowdown is a myth. It's not a myth. I mean, it, well, it depends. It, it's really hard to say kind of what you sell, where you're at, and, uh, I mean, how often are you listing? I, I can look at my numbers, and I'm definitely, I think people are out, I think people are out and about doing things. I don't think they're necessarily at their computers buying things right yeah, now. Yeah. I, Personally, that's how I feel. Uh, things sell, but it's a little slower. Um, I'm just saying that because a lot of people get down or they hear, well, they say it doesn't even exist, so I'm doing something wrong. My stuff's not going. Uh, like Adam just said, make this an opportunity to, to list things. 
make an opportunity to buy things off of eBay from other people that might be thinking, oh, uh, I'm getting out of this game. I can't. I can't sell. They'll give you a lot of good discounts. Yeah. Uh, you know your yard sales, all that typical stuff. It's a good time to load the wagon. Uh, I'm thinking this this end of the year, this Christmas season, this fourth quarter. I, I'm I'm thinking. Well, it's always all time records, but this year even more. It'll be it's it's going to be a big one. So it'll be an all time record. So maybe even get an extra wagon. That's how big Granny's wagon and Chuck wagon breakfast buffet is going to be. An extra wagon, but just finishing wrapping up this this tax thing. Keep track of it. And what I mean by that is know exactly how much money you got because you may have had an additional child that the IRS didn't know about or you may have filed your tax return late and they're missing something. or Because we don't know how this is going to be reconciled on taxes next year. Meaning, I don't know what documentation they're going to give you to say, hey, this is how much money we've already got. Because, for example, we didn't get a direct deposit. We got a check. So how are they going to, again, reconcile and say, well, Mr. Beasley, how can you say that you got credit because I didn't, because I didn't, quote, unquote, cash the checks, so then I wait until I do my tax return, I get the full $3,000, and as soon as that's direct deposited, I go and cash all the checks. Like, who in the world knows? Well, There's just a million uh, ways to work the system, but be prepared. Know. Be prepared for the government yes. not to give you all the information that you think they will, and ask you for all the information that they should have given. It might sound too good to be true, and if it does, it's going to come back and get you. Adam, I had people ask about my lottery. Uh, I was going to quit the show a few episodes ago. Uh, people assume I, I didn't do well. I actually won multiple, multiple dollars on the lottery. Um, a lot more than we put in. Over over a hundred dollars, Adam was Whoa. one. So Whoa. listen, people, I'm just warming up. I, I won two dollars on the Powerball alone. Uh, just letting you be know that maybe this time next year, uh, you never know. But I got a good idea. You're always looking for birthday presents for people, right? Buying lotto tickets. This is my new epiphany for the holidays and for uh, birthdays. I'm just gonna start buying scratchers. Uh, probably a ten or twenty dollar more expensive scratcher. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna buy a couple hundred dollars worth. Things don't expire. And you make sure that that's true before I do it. Well, I don't think they do. And then for everyone's birthday, because you have to give somebody something, you're usually trying to come. You're usually trying to come up with something. You give them some gift card or something like you know twenty dollars to Applebee's or who cares, right? And you should give them twenty five dollars. I love that. You idea. should give it to eBay, but if you're not gonna do it to eBay store, so they come and buy from us, I'm just gonna give them a twenty dollar scratcher and. Listen, they might win zero or they might win $10,000, $100,000. That's not up to me. That's up to how they scratch it and their luck at that point. And, and that way you're done. It's fun. It's unique. Do they have scratch and sniff scratchers? I'm sure for you they probably do in a special section. If not, you can make one up. But uh, that that's a, a, fun, a fun gift for people out there. That's an excellent Good gift idea. idea. We, we just kind of talked about the gift giving and, and things because my I've got kids' birthdays coming up and they just you get so much stuff. That's the problem. You just get just like our boy Waddy brought up, you know, whatever that was a year ago, you only have a limited amount of space, but every year, you know, Christmas and birthdays and, and all these other holidays, people want to give you stuff and you're like, I don't I don't have room for any more. Well stuff. that's why Waddy's putting it over on the Facebook marketplace or we're putting it on eBay. You you sell your kids stuff. The problem is kids get attached to their stuff. From what I, I understand, I, I don't think they do anymore. I mean, they 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 have so much stuff. There's, a, there, do you know what my my youngest son his favorite toy is? Probably a box. It is the 
uh, a blood pressure cuff. We, we have a blood pressure cuff to check our blood pressure, and he likes taking the machine apart and, and walking around with the cord. That's his favorite toy. Well, as long as you got to watch him. Those aren't toys. Well, I, I know it isn't, but that's what I'm saying. That is his favorite uh, you know, toy that he takes around as he pulls around a, a blood pressure cuff. Maybe the kid's going to be a medic. Maybe, maybe that's Maybe that's he's going to retire you well. Uh, that would be really nice. You can get him so, a stethoscope. You can get him training. So I like that. You know what else I, I also enjoy is, is kind of some of those gift giving, especially for, for kids and, and even, even adults. I mean, especially summertime. I love those... Uh, large boxes of water balloons. It's an, the automatic fill water balloons. I've took you up on this, and I've been a hit at many many uh, nephews and nieces parties. I'm telling you, that is the best gift because it gives them an experience. Parents are great because, like I said, it's something that they don't have to store. It's kind of a, a usable product, but it isn't a food item. You don't have food allergy. You know, you just don't know what to get for some people sometimes. It's a great gift because, like I said, it's it's usable, it's done, it's over with, and again, it, it creates something that they might not have thought to get themselves. Well, I got some bolos out there, Adam. Here's some things that have been, been selling. I'm getting back into it. Uh, I wish I would have known this before. I wish I had investigated more, and I could have told you before you went to Lego World. But chlorine. Here's some hot sellers. I did sell some chlorine again this week. Um, go back and listen, but uh, we have... Mario Brothers Legos. Ooh. Uh, did you see any of those when you were down at Lego World? You know what? We were in there for a brief time period, but I don't remember any Mario Brothers Legos. Apparently there was a, a special set that came out. There's some Mario Brothers themed Legos. Uh, you can pick them up for a relatively uh, inexpensive, or you could. I don't know if they're still on the shelves at like Walmarts and Targets, but they're going up in value. The collectors are starting to snag them up. And, um, I don't know if it was a special edition or whatever, obviously scan and look at uh, results, look at your completed listings, look at what is sold. But I think that's something, again, we're talking about holidays coming up. Adam knows that kids like uh, the Legos, but kids also like the video games. Combine the two, Super Mario Brothers Legos. Wow. Hot seller. I gotta, I gotta look, because I got my kids some uh, a Super Mario Hot Wheel car. That was, again, the same thing, like I said, I was on vacation, and... I didn't, I didn't want to get them something that was going to be, um, you know, too much. I got my kids some, uh, I got my son, uh, what do you call it, uh, hamburger. Uh, you, got, you, got your, you got your kid a hamburger. Cheeseburger. I don't want to give him too much. You get his hamburger from Texas. This cheese, is what you get. No, cheeseburger sunflower seeds. Uh, really good. Uh, they were really, really good. He, he likes the dill pickle, which I also enjoy the dill picker sunflower seeds. But hamburger... Are you really Spitz mad or, or what, what brand you, you chewing nowadays? Oh, you know what? I, I think they're David's. But I got in that and I got my daughter a, a, like an icy type... Uh, it looked like an icy, but it was a, a popsicle. Again, kind of those things that didn't have. But I got some uh, Hot Wheels and now I'm looking. So we got Super have, have Mario Bros. Have you opened it? Oh, the... The, the Hot Wheel. Uh, yes, we did. That well, in there, if it was worth anything, it's not now. I, I know, I'm just looking. Thinking, I hope it's worth 20 grand until you opened it. I hope we hear heartbreak and a grown man weep on the There's air in just a matter of minutes. Yeah, so that was your bolo. Do, do well, I have, some, I have some others, but I go ahead. Apparently there are, you can get graded VHS items that are starting to go, uh, unopened VHSs that are going for like hundreds of dollars. I saw that. Hundreds of dollars. And so. uh, VHS, it has to be the right movies, obviously, just like anything else. It's probably something that has nostalgia or was a short run. Uh, but if you have those ungraded or unopened Disney uh, 
Disney, uh, what were they, Black Diamond that everyone thought was worth thousands of dollars? Home maybe, Alone. Maybe get great. Home Alone was a good one. Um, who's great in those? I don't know which company, but I saw that. I'm like, man, that I, is crazy. I'd, I'd look into it before you do anything and make sure there's like collector's editions. There's, uh, it usually has to be like the first run, first print, um, just like books or, or yeah. CDs or things it's got, like that. It's got to be the right. It's got to be the right one. So just because you have uh, Space Jam, the original at your house, doesn't mean it's worth anything. But it might be worth looking into if it's sealed and uh, get graded. People collect things, Adam. I, I collect things. In fact, I'm hoping here in the next, uh, maybe next two months, I'm going to put up some new cabinets here in the office so that I can display more of my stuff in my collection. So I'm kind of excited about that. Well, do you remember, I'm sure your grandparents, everyone's grandparents had that old lawn chair that was like made out of some weird, uh, like almost... Uh, a fabric that was it, it, woven? It, yeah, it's either fabric, but it's usually like a nylon type thing, and it's usually like a, got a fatter white stripe and then green stripes and like a pinstripe. I absolutely remember that. Apparently, they're a thing now, uh, kind of like the retro thing. People are uh, wanting those chairs, and they're paying for good condition, good money if you have one of those chairs. So... If you inherited Grandpa's basement, or if you uh, have access to your grandparents' house, or maybe your parents' house, and you got some of those chairs in good condition, it might be worth it to say, Mom and Dad, I'm going to buy you a new chair, let me have these. Go look it up. I, don't, I mean, kids nowadays, Adam. I will tell you that I had a special place in my heart for my uh, chair. It wasn't as vintage, but I mean, it's 25 plus years old. And uh, I may have used it a lot in my younger day. I did a lot of camping. I did a lot of different things. And I was as a fold-up chair. And it, it got destroyed in a fire. Um, and I, I was able to cut off and save a section. So Well, how how that happen? Uh, yeah, it, it was one I of mean, those things just, that just kind of happened. Just being frivolous? Uh, no, there was... There, did you lose track of it? Was there, there a windstorm? There was a bonfire, and it may have uh, ended up in there were you, somehow. Were you in your right state of mind at the time? I was. Maybe the people around me kind of were uh, you know, poor on the decision-making. Well, time. I think you should contact them and say, remember that chair of mine you ruined? Now you can go on eBay, and you can buy me a new one. All right, you were sorry about that. I had to take a quick break. Had to, had to grab a special package that just showed up. That's what you're calling it. Yes, yes. You're talking about your tax credits. Yes, well, I, my tax credit just arrived. Not into the world, but here at the office. So, um, oh, no, sorry. I don't remember where we were off at. You were, you were making me a lot of money. I was telling you about lawn chairs and how, you, how they're making some big bucks, making the comeback. And, and I had some special memorabilia that I still have set aside. And you, so. you took a, a relic from one of your... Uh, one of your um, past chairs. Yes. And uh, and they still have it. I'll, pick, I'll, I'll bring it. Why, why do you still have it? Because it, it great memories. So whenever somebody says, why would somebody buy something to me? Right there. Adam has kept a piece of a chair from how long ago? At least 25 years ago. Because it has great memories attached. Whatever those memories may be, probably not for this podcast. But either way, he's still got the relic. Which, you got another bolo or, I mean... Relics from hometown. I don't know. Are we gonna are we gonna leak a little something? Or are we gonna no, let's, let's, hold? let's hold for a week, yeah. maybe two. But uh, definitely some interesting things. If you're from Nephi, Utah, or if you were to search Nephi, Utah, there's there's some uh, there's some some news. Smattering of news. There's some smatter. There's some scuttlebutt, and uh, there might be some development. 
there's a, some, some things in progress. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, so maybe. What's your other bolo that you've been working on this week? Well, I have. Uh, here's the thing, Adam. Can I get derailed for a second? Well, before the the chairs thing. How do you like? Is that a is that another dentist thing? Is that a, I mean Everett Denny thing? I mean, how do you get in the bowl? Oh, Lord, you almost gave out his real name. What would have happened if people would have known? Everett Denny was really Dennis Everett. I, I, there I go. I did it myself. Yes. Um, well, no. This is, I mean, so we talk a lot about sports cards. Yeah, where do you get this information? I'm always looking. I'm always doing stuff. But I thought, man, our, our listeners, and, and God bless you, each and every one, they probably get tired of hearing us say the same thing week after week. No, they don't. They but, keep listening. Well, that can be debated. But uh, we can always use more listeners. There are more things. I mean, we can turn this into death piles and taxes sports card talk. But if there's people sell on eBay, they're looking for more than probably just sports cards to talk well, about. Well, they show up for the tax information. That's why they're here. Okay. Well, that three guys and, and that one gal, we love them all. But And that's family and mothers. But I, the, the point is, I'm looking to expand. I, we, always want more, we always want more ways to make money, right? Yes. If tomorrow the sports cards dry up and never sell again, I'm, I'm still selling on eBay. I'm still flipping things right now. They're hot. They're doing good for us. I'm happy about it. So I just I'm looking at things that are selling. I got I got my ways. I got my secret ways about me. Uh, this was a personal research project, as you learned today. Personal research. As you learned today, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a sleuth on the internet. I can find uh, a camel in a in a haystack or a needle in a in a batch of uh, sand. Wow. So uh, this is something I was just investigating, and I happened to stumble upon it. I thought, well, that can't be real. And of course, you look at solds and completes, and then you go, well, uh, somebody's grandma is sitting on. You know, several hundred dollars worth of lawn chairs. I have noticed because we've looked at some some patio type furniture, and like a patio set, like we're talking five to to fifteen hundred dollars for a patio set. Well, it, it's hot right now. Not only just in the air, but like that. That's kind of a cool thing. Uh, you have to think we're getting to the point where we always talk about time and what was the eighties, the nineties, is twenty, thirty years ago. You, you kind of get doing that. What was cool to collect the 70s and 50s things, the, the mid-century modern that we've talked about with people and stuff. Now you have to think, the 70s and the 80s, the kids now growing up, they're just getting their houses and stuff. Eons ago. It's, it's, it's the cool, trendy, nostalgic, you know, it's not so much the 70s, they've been more to the 80s, 90s, even 2000s. Yeah. So these lawn chairs are kind of a funny, it's kind of like a funny, but kind of a nostalgic, um, whatever you want to call it. It's more of a hip, maybe kind of a hipster type I mean, get that and have that instead of spending the fifteen hundred dollars to get me a nice patio set because I can't afford it. Spend two hundred bucks on folding. Chairs. I'm gonna get some folding chairs and have some perhaps blue ribbon in the back on the on the patio or on the wherever they're at with their friends. They take it to concert. You, everyone else has those other folding chairs. You bring that. It's kind of noticeable. These aluminum frame yeah, chairs. You don't, you don't have like the camp chairs. It's, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of, oh, and they've got these weird patterns. And yeah, we used to like it's kind of like shag carpet or like. You know, you green avocado paint, paint or, or uh, fridges and... and like, yeah, like green retro. You remember that? And we were like, oh, what were the people thinking? Now it's more like, oh, that was what your parents... Now you're like, what were my parents thinking? Look at this funny chair that I got from my grandma's. And they're like, oh, that's cool. I want one that's this color. And, you know, it's just how... It's just weird, but that's how it goes. It's unique. And, and I will say, I, I traveled a little while ago. I, I When I went to my brother's, I wore my, uh, my Dogecoin, which... Well, you know, 
And it's, it's hard times. It's hard times. That Bolo record, uh, he's made a comeback. Your, your boy tried to go to space today. Well, you, you buy low and sell high. And no, it was way up. Oh, that was your other boy. Sorry. It, it was way up at some point. Like I said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit. You buy the dip. But anyways, I had the shirt on. And I had at least a half a dozen people at the airport say, "Hey, man, cool shirt!" Like, how often does that happen? Like, well, I I, I usually wear pro wrestling shirts, and uh, once in LAX, I had security stop me and say, "That's a cool shirt." And he turned to this other guy and says, "You know who that is on his shirt?" It was Cactus Jack. But uh, the other guy's like, "Oh, that's cool." It's good getting good with TSA and, yes. and, and pro wrestling fans. They must be. They. they but they, yes, it doesn't happen a whole lot. If somebody goes out of their way to compliment you on your shirt. You're doing something in life, right? Yeah, so that's always a, a fun item to have. So. But, yeah, just for a bolo, uh, think that way. Like, what you might think is kind of uh, not that cool or trendy or, or whatever you want to say. You have to think, okay, hipster kid or, or young kid. I think there's Z-lennials or whatever they call them now. Uh, living in Brooklyn that's like, you know, just getting to be 20. is going to go out, doesn't have a lot of money, but might spend $50 on something. What are they going to buy? You have, to, cool. you have to think that way. And it might not be cool to you, but to them. You remember when you were, like, that young, you were kind of, like, what was cool to you? I mean, kind of have to think that mindset. You don't think that way anymore. No. But they'll spend money. They get, they'll get money, and, and they'll spend it, and they'll, they'll spend it on stupid stuff. And if you can sell that stupid stuff. Nothing is stupid stuff. If somebody wants to buy it, it is amazing But stuff. But if we had been walking over here, Adam, I said, man, them camp chairs, the guy wants five bucks for them. You go buy them, he'd be like, I don't need camp chairs. Like, why would that be? You know, we'd have walked by. Sure. And we might have passed up several hundred dollars worth of camp chairs that that would be fine to go back and get. So We definitely would. And the same with, like, clothing items when you're in thrift stores and stuff. It's getting to be, so this newer generation, like, sell to everybody, but this newer generation's more... Uh, conscious about things. They like um, things being multi-purpose. They don't necessarily want something new. There's a lot of waste in fabric. Uh, there's like the Tom shoes where if you buy one, they give one to people. A lot of companies like, they like having that kind of effect on the world yeah. and economy and, and uh, environment and stuff. So it's the same thing. If you can find a cool vintage type shirt that we would have just got laughed out of school with, now that's the cool thing. Uh, I so, I mean, you have to kind of think that way when you're looking at stuff. It, it's a different mindset. Talk to youngins, I guess. I don't know. Google the internet and uh, say Google the YouTube. What the cool kids talk about and watch you some uh, some mean girls. I don't know. Read some tweets. I don't I, figure it out. I don't know. Well, we're 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 getting derailed. We're kind of ending up. I want to end on a, on a high note. Um, as a lot of our listeners know, like I said, I own another company. I make uh, off road wheelchairs. We sell them online and. Over the past couple weeks, we've gotten a lot of our stuff in, and we've been able to get some chairs out. Uh, this past weekend, I was able to go take two chairs to a family that uh, both of their now 17-year-old, no, 16-year-old sons are both paralyzed. Um, the one is totally nonverbal. The other one is an amazing uh, pianist. He, he can Excuse make, me? He, he, he plays the piano. And he That's what I thought you said. All okay. by ear, and it was a really cool experience. I was able to take these uh, chairs up to them, and these young men are out uh, with uh, some family and friends. They're out uh, camping this week that they have never really been able to be involved in. So, but really awesome. But that's not even the highlight of, of pictures and things we got back. There is a uh, a mother and daughter 
in Arizona that purchased one of our chairs. I, I don't even know when. But they contact us and hey, we need a couple of adjustments and the guys were able to talk to them over the phone. But this woman, she's 70 years old and she pushes her 99-year-old mother on a walk every single day in one of our chairs. In 100-degree temperature. In 100-degree temperatures that she was never able to do before. And just seeing the, the picture was like, that is awesome that people, at, you know, you don't think about it, but you really, at, at some point in life, mobility becomes a real issue. And, and it would be uh, awful to be kind of shut in and just knowing that we're able to help people get out is, is super fun, super uh, satisfying, more than dollars and cents. I mean, this is all fun. It's always great to, to make money, to be able to spend it, to do some things, but then to be able to... I'll just start flipping thing. your wheelchairs. Well, go for it. I'd love for you to do that. Um, be able to give something, like you said, back to that community, whether it's a new pair of shoes or whatever. I mean, giving people experiences that they haven't been able to have, that's really topped my day. Well, Adam, with that being said, there are two things in life that would be for certain. And that would be death piles and taxes. Copyright infringement 